Hello and welcome to Two Peaches in a Pod. I this is not Two Peaches and a Pod. That's why I was like, oh. <laughs> what are you like? What are you supposed to do when you're co-hosting and like your co-host like has a blunder or a misstep? Like, what do you like? What do you do? <laughs> it's like you last go, actually, it's two peaches with a pod. Stupid. I would never on air on national <laughs> on TV. Air. Yeah, <laughs> that would be. Could you imagine? Oh my god! No, that's why I'm just like, what do you do? That, that would be like really people? tragic. <laughs> Super tragic! It's tragedy. It would be funny though. <laughs> In real time, yeah. In real time, it would be hilarious. <laughs> Cammy, Cammy, you friends. All the things. Yeah. Just all the things. Yeah. Your smile um, is very beautiful today. I mean, like, not that it's like not beautiful any other day, but like your smile just you. makes my heart smile. So you know what? I'll tell you something. I got a new electric toothbrush. And this Ooh. one is kind of, yeah. And, uh, I'm like, is this adulting? Is this being excited about the delivery of my new electric toothbrush? It is. It is. My old one only had three settings. This one has five. It has whiten. It has polish. It has clean. It has sensitive. And I don't remember the other one. But today Ooh. I use whiten. So yeah, yeah no, like seriously, your your teeth are bright, shining Thank bright you. like a diamond. Shining bright like a diamond. It also could be. The placement of the ring light. I did also move the ring light a little bit. Mm. Like, mm. We're moving on up. Yeah. How Electric is your toothbrush? Well, ring I light? New ring one. light placement? I, I mean, a new electric things. toothbrush. I mean, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. How is your day coming along? What's the haps? What's the haps? What's the 411? Can What's I get you girls a drink? I'm going to make us a hump day treat. <laughs> the movie is so dumb. Um. <laughs> I'm over here like, what's that thing like secret diary or secret journal? What was that? Um, Burn thing? book. No, it was a toy. It was like pink. And it was like password oh, something. Oh. Oh, password journal. Password journal. I always wanted one of those. And I, I always wanted one. one of those too. I, oh my gosh, memory unlocked. <laughs> I didn't know you said that. I was like, Ooh, password journal. Whoa. Those <laughs> things were bulky. They were bulky. Could you imagine mm-hmm. carrying one of those around today? <laughs> no. And- <laughs> Not at all. They were all. Awesome. Like- they were trying to also bring Trapper Keepers back. And I was like, that name sounds familiar. And I saw a picture of one and I was like, oh my goodness. It was like the carrying case for a binder. <laughs> and I was like, oh, Trapper Keepers. Do you remember those? Oh, I remember those. And then, yeah. so like, I used to, actually, I don't want to say that on the air. But okay. um, the last place where I worked, I had to deal with a lot of Trapper Keeper-esque type binders. Okay. And I hated it. Yikes. They didn't yeah. have like the cute Lisa Frank design. No or... cute Lisa Frank designs, no stickers, mm. no cute colors, nothing to like brighten up the day. Mm-hmm. It was very mundane. And make you want to be there. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, but to answer your original question, I'm okay. Mm-hmm. Things are good. Things oh. are, you know, things are things. It's snowing where I am. <gasps> no, no, no. 
no, no, snow is not exciting up here. It's not like, no, 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 no. Like, it's been snowing since November. Like, I'm done oh, with yikes. snow. What did I think you were going to say Monday? <laughs> you well, it ha- well, we, it's been snowing since last Friday, actually. Okay. I mean, it started, like, a lot of it has been melting because we've had some warmer weather which has been nice mm-hmm. but um I'm, I'm ready for spring I do not want to deal with winter anymore because winter sucks it's so cold I'm just what I'm just ready for like springtime and flowers and then summer and warm weather and um being by the water that sort of thing like that's where my mind is even though like yes we're still in February but February is almost done. February is done in my mind. And I yeah. feel like when I was going through it, it was moving slowly. But now that I'm looking up, I'm like, oh, this kind of mm-hmm. went by fast for me. And I know it's the shortest month, but still. Right. I think the yeah. problem is January, especially this January, felt so long. Mm-hmm. Um, it literally felt like three months to me. So that's why I think my mind is just... Like, oh, this is the fourth month of winter of this year. So let's let's get it done. Let's be let it be over with. Let's get it done. Do, does your mind not transfer into, oh, well, I can still go by the water, but now I can ice skate. I can still mm-hmm. deal with flowers, but now they're indoor plants. Does it not transition like that? No? No. Okay. Not in negative 20 degree weather. <laughs> Okay. I'm not ice skating outside in negative 20. There are people that go ice fishing. I'm like, y'all are crazy. <gasps> One of my co-workers showed me a video the other day yeah. um, that his wife recorded of him driving on the icy lake. And I was like, you would not catch me doing that. Not I'm at like all. a snowmobile? No, in his car. Like his regular no. car. No. Driving on, I mean, like, the, the lake is frozen solid. No, but still. And I've it's seen like, too many movies. No. I also have seen too many movies. No. For me to want to, like, consider doing that. So Ain't no it was, a, it was a no from me, dog. Good it's for no him. Me, dog. <laughs> but no from me. And then also, okay, let's say even still it's frozen solid and he doesn't, like, fall through. What if you don't have the traction to get back to where it's not as icy? Now, so the thing is, I'm not sure if it was actually his car because I think you drive out to the lake and there mm-hmm. are it, there are like cones set up, so like you, it's a driven path mm-hmm. that um that it's like a course that they make up for you. Okay. To but like the way he was drifting and sliding and everything, I was like, all right, too fast, too furious. This is not <laughs> this is not what God has intended for me in my life. So good for you, but I will never ever in my life do that. Yeah, that's just not my Steve. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cammy, what's up? I'm like so nervous. Like, what's up? I mean, (laughs) (laughs) there's no reason to be nervous. Why would you be nervous? Uh, I don't know. I'm not nervous. I'm just like, okay, what what does Coco have for me today? 
Actually, I would like for you to tell me what you have for me today. I would like to okay. receive from you first. Okay. So, did you hear about the new area code that's, <laughs> that's coming to the A, to the ATL, to Hotlanta, as outsiders like to say? Unfortunately, yes. I was there. <laughs> Verizon decided to send me a message saying, hey, guess what's happening? Guess what's going on that you don't want to happen? It's happening. And I was like, ugh. now so it's really funny to me because like when i think of atlanta area codes i think of 770-404 like those are the ogs those are the original area codes those are area codes that i memorized back in the day when people memorized numbers in case of emergencies (laughs) um when those when those numbers were on your identikid cards do you remember those Yes, I had a third grade one. Yes, I did. Mm-hmm. I did. Oh, I have I have one from like first grade. I think it's in a box somewhere. Oh, so cute. So embarrassing. Oh, it's um, very cute. <laughs> but I remember when I well, I don't remember like what year this like happened, but I remember when six seven eight joined the chat and everybody was like, Ew, six seven eight. Ghastly. And- and I got a six seven eight number. <laughs> I was so mortified. I was like, I guess I'm uncool now. Yeah, I do remember that being a thing. I remember that being a point of contention and like a ha ha type of situation. Yeah. <laughs> no, seriously, it was like wearing like Walmart brand shoes. I'm not going to deny it. That's a good comparison. It's like you go to Walmart, you get the shacks because that's what your parents can afford or will can afford. And you think you're rocking Walmart brand shoes. The shacks. Um, Yeah, (laughs) that really sucks. My first, I want to say, number in high school was like a 770 number, and then I didn't have really a consistent number throughout college. And I got one, and it was again 770. And I was like, ooh, regal, longevity, (laughs) generational. Yes. I've actually had the same, like, well, like, home phone numbers have changed. I still remember my first home phone number, like, in Recite It. I remember my friend's home phone numbers because we used to call each other, like, on Mm three-way. And if you were really fun, you had, like, weird 12-way phone calls where, like, everybody had an assigned person to call. Yep. Yep, it's like telephone on the telephone. Yes. Mm-hmm. Man, those are the days. Those were what the a days time. to be alive. <laughs> but yeah, everybody's like, who, who makes up the area codes? Like, who decides, like, one day, all right, we're going to issue a new area code? That's a good question. I would assume that it's the phone carriers and companies. But also, since we have all these digital platforms or, like, Google Voice, VOIP, and stuff like that, I don't know if they buy in bulk, like, you know what I mean? Spend millions of dollars mm. and decide to hold on until they're ready to issue it for a specific city or what? But that's a good question. I am curious about that, too. I also wonder, because, like, I listen to a lot of true crime, and I feel like cell phone towers um, always pop up every now and then. So I'm like, how does this play into, like, cell phone towers? Do they create new ones is this like help with pinpointing 
where a person was at a certain time on a certain day, like what's going to happen? It's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. I have a lot of other questions too, but like, I don't want to spend too much time on area codes. I just thought it was like really funny how like everybody was like, there's a new area code. Okay. Um, Take cover. (laughs) I feel like that point of crisis was overshadowed by this uh, song that was released. Have you heard it? There's an Atlanta rapper. Her name is Amaretta. I believe that's what's um, how you pronounce her name. And she basically in the in her song, she was discussing like, oh, if you're from this part, that's not Atlanta. This part, that's not Atlanta. Have you um, heard of that? Or have you heard I have the song not. I have not heard of her. I've not heard of the song. It's, so you had to fill me in on what the tea is. It's been really, really bad out here. So she was like, Decatur is not Atlanta. Forrest Parker is not Atlanta. Clay Coe is not Atlanta. Da, da, da. Like, listen to all these places that, you know, you like, you say, oh, I'm from Atlanta. And I'm thinking. Okay, but she, that's technically true, though. It depends because you have Atlanta, you have the city of Atlanta, then you have the greater metro Atlanta, and mm-hmm. then you have the cities that don't matter. So it no. really depends. <laughs> but it's also like people are getting in a tizzy about it. And I'm just like, what do you mean like, in a tizzy? Like for real? In a tizzy, like how are you going to tell me where I'm from or what I can rep and all sorts of good stuff? And I'm like, yeah, why are y'all listening to this this young rap? She's... She, this is going to sound very ageist, but someone born in 1996 isn't going to tell me what city I'm from. <laughs> isn't going to draw the county lines and re-value, make me reevaluate what I've been doing for 30 plus years. That's just not going to happen. Okay, so, okay. Yeah, so it's been really a really, really, really big debate going on. I'm surprised you haven't heard it yet, but I mean, there are other issues going on so are there other issues Um, it's really what's got me down like i mean like that's part of the reason why i'm just like "Mm." yeah okay me too and i didn't want like i wanted to come on here and i wanted to you know be our jovial projective selves and i'm just like i'm trying but (laughs) (laughs) like this week has been like a hard day of work a hard week for news life is just really hard right now (laughs) Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, you know what? I really want to take a melatonin bath and just sleep. <laughs> I also haven't been sleeping. That's wild. Yeah, let me hang on. I'm gonna check my check my sleep stats. You have I, a sleep stats app? Um, well, I have a Fitbit, and it was okay. measure, and it measures my sleep. So okay. my sleep score was 68. And apparently that's a hundred, I guess. Can you also tell us like what that measures into it? What yeah. So um it's like so embarrassing. But like sometimes yeah, because I I am not the best sleeper and I'm trying to really work on my routines for getting into better sleeping habits, better nighttime routines, better morning routines, because I think that's going to help with like overall health. And I know that Mm -hmm. my sleep has just been a detrimental part of my health for a really, really long time. Um, So (laughs) from 9.33 p.m. to 12.35 a.m., I was asleep. I fell asleep on the couch 
at twelve thirty five, approximately twelve thirty five a.m. That is when I woke up from the couch. Now I did take off my Fitbit because I wanted to shower, so I showered, did my like lotion routine, skincare routine, life of an insomniac. Um. <laughs> then I went back to sleep. Now this is where it gets kind of confusing. Oh, this is getting the Tuesday into Wednesday too, because there's a three nineteen a.m. to six forty seven a.m. block, then the nine thirty three to twelve thirty five block, then the two thirty five to six. Oh, today's not Wednesday. No, you said that earlier, and I was like, I don't know if she just meant to say that or what. So, see, just like the newscaster incident, like, do I say something? No, no, no. Okay. I just let so it ride? <laughs> so, the 9.33 to 12.35, that was technically, to like, last night into this morning. Into, like, okay. Into the wee hours of the morning. Gotcha. So, then at 2.35 a.m., that's when I went back to sleep and then woke up at 6.58 a.m., now, if I click on the 2.35 a.m. to 6.58 a.m. block, 45 minutes of that sleep was REM sleep. Two hours and three minutes of that sleep was light sleep. And one hour and 10 minutes of that sleep was deep sleep. So that's not really great. <laughs> so this is just monitoring your heart rate and heart levels mainly to determine your sleep status? Yes. Hmm. Do you feel like it's accurate? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think it's pretty accurate because, like, I know myself when I'm not monitoring it and I'm pretty restless. Okay. And it takes a while for me to fall asleep. And then when I wake up in the middle of the night, it takes me a while to go back to sleep. So I believe that I'm not in deep sleep for very long. Okay. Do they give you also like solutions or ways to improve after they? No. Your... Oh, okay. It's just like, here are your problems. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually trying. So I, I bought this book called The Sleep Revolution and it's by Ariana Huffington of the Huffington Post. Post. Mm -hmm. And um, <laughs> I bought this book like five years ago to read and then like I never read it. But I'm like, Happy. okay, you know what? I'm going to buckle down on my sleep. <laughs> Okay, determination. This woman basically wrote this book because, like, she wasn't sleeping. She was devoting all of her time to, like, working, 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 working all the time and just, like, sleeping, like, an hour here, like, three hours at night. Mm -hmm. And then one day at work, she was so, like, delirious. She passed out and she, like, fell and, like, broke her cheekbone or something <laughs> like that. And when Ooh. she came to, she was, like, in a pool of her own blood. And oh, I was yeah. like... You know what? Because like one of the things that she mentioned, and I had read articles about this a while ago, mm -hmm. um, was that sleep, like driving while while you're tired, is a deadly like factor. Yeah. Like driving while drunk or driving for sure. influence. Um, and like my mom is always telling me all the time, like especially when we take road trips, she's like, "If you're tired, please just pull, pull over." over yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Um. So I never drive when I'm tired. Uh, if like if I'm tired, like I'm not going anywhere, cause yeah. I'm not trying to get killed in the streets, right? The road, or yeah. endanger other people on the road. That's irresponsible. 
And I'd like to think that I'm a very respond or a mostly responsible person. I'd like to think so too. <laughs> I definitely pulled over once I felt myself like getting tired, but a lot of times I'll push through it. But if I feel myself doing the dozing thing, or if I feel like I blink and I'm like, that blink was like five seconds, skirt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm pulling over. I'm gonna take my little power nap because. Yeah, but I try to make sure, you know, it's a well-lit area or even like a QT, a place that's kind of like 24-7 with cameras, something Mm -hmm. like that if I can. Um, But yeah, definitely I've been there. But I don't get into the car tired, but if it's happening while I'm traveling, then yeah, I got to pull over. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, that's that's the 411 on my sleep cycle. I don't Do know you how we got like, here. <laughs> well, it's a good transition. Do you feel like your lack of sleep is what's causing some of like the work week burnout or where you don't have as much energy? Or is it because you have projects and you're juggling life and adulthood and news and just trying to like balance it or maybe not even in a place to balance it right now? I think it's all cyclical. So like um, I've been pretty burnt out from work for mm. a while, but like things have started to like get better as far as the burnout Um, but then like life happens and then the news happens and Mm. then it all just kind of like circles back and like today was a really really extreme this week has been extremely hard at work yeah so now I'm just like oof I'm starting to get burnt out in all areas of my life and I need a vacation and everybody I feel like everybody's on vacation right now and they're like yeah I'm in Enjoying the sun, I'm soaking up the sun, and I'm in Tulum, and I'm going to Bali, and I'm at the beach, and I'm like, <laughs> want a break. So that I think that's also like fueling some of the like exhaustion as well. Do you have a trip that you're looking forward to? Or are you in progress, like for planning a trip right now? If you want to discuss it, we don't have to discuss it here. If you're listening or watching <laughs> and you know who you are, are we in the middle of planning a trip? TBD. I feel like I know who we're talking about. <laughs> so I hope that you all are in the middle of planning a trip. <laughs> <Da-da-da-da-da-da>. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but um, we do have there's like a block of weddings that we're going to in the middle of spring and summer. Okay, uh, so that's going to be interesting. Yeah, and we need to start making accommodations for those. I have a question. Uh, mm-hmm. Do you feel like since COVID is kind of like on the decline, like now everyone's like, let's make sure we book this for this year, or were these things that were already planned out like a while ago? So, um. Let's see. Two of these weddings are new weddings. One of these weddings, this was a wedding that we were supposed to go to May of 2020. And it got, this is the third time or the third replan. Um, We went to a wedding last summer. That was also a third replan of trying to like gather all the pieces and figure out like what to do during COVID. Right. I don't know how all the COVID brides are doing it <laughs> to be honest. Not the COVID brides. I mean like COVID brides, COVID babies, like 
it's an adjective now because it's true. Yeah. Um, it's a what planning a wedding is already stressful. I right. I never want to plan a wedding ever again in my entire life. I low key never want to be in a wedding ever again. I mean, like if it someone like bestie level, like okay, because I'll better. Being in a wedding is also a lot. Depending on like, uh, depending on who the bride is, like I, I feel like I try to be a very low key bride. Um, I, I, I don't think I was like ever like bridezilla. If anything, at, yeah, at, there was like a point at in the planning of everything that I was just like, yeah, if you want to do it, that's fine. <laughs> Go for it. I don't care. <laughs> was it that you didn't care? Or did you just give up because it felt like everyone else was like taking the lead, or you were just like, I, you know what? I'm just here to marry my person. Like I don't care. There, I mean, there was just like so much happening that I, I made a rule for myself that as long as my dress fits, the photos come out great, um, I get to marry my person, and I eat macaroni and cheese, then it's gonna be a good weekend. <laughs> and I got to do all those things. So it was a good weekend. Did things go awry? <laughs> Absolutely. I think so. I'm kidding. You would know. <laughs> uh, I know so. so. Do I think so? I'm, I'm still, like, not over some of the things that happened. But, like, <laughs> that's a different Wait, story. Wait. How long? For a different what, day. How long have you been married at this point? It'll be four years this year. It feels like longer. But I think that's just because... Obviously, you guys have been together since you were like two years old. So I know, it's disgusting. Of course, it's going to feel like longer. (laughs) It's actually like really gross. It's like, all right, we get it. Not already. You're together. No, for real. That's how I feel sometimes. I'm so serious. Like, oh, look at him. I don't have anything to say. I'll be like, I get it. You're married. Leave me alone. I say that to him. He looks at me and he's like, what did you say? He's stupid. If you're watching and if you're listening. (laughs) It was said with love. Oh, whoa. That was still said with love. Hey yo! No, no. Hey yo! <laughs> I saw a post uh, that my friend sent me, and it was talking about marriage. It was on the Tiki Taki, and um, there was this lady. She's a commentator, and she has a lot of followers for um, like saying inflammatory things, not um, offensive inflammatory, just like things that go viral, those kinds mm. of things. So someone asked mm-hmm. her a question. She was like, would you ever get married again? She was like, absolutely not. She was like, the way y'all talk about marriage is basically a slavery contract. And so then, yeah. And so then you go into the comments because that's where, you know, the juicy mm-hmm. stuff is. That's where and the juicy stuff is. People are like sounding off, but a lot of them are making a lot of sense. But some of them I'm like, that doesn't make sense to me. There was this one lady, she put, she was like, I am happily, happily married to my person and I would never do it again. And I was just like, <laughs> if you're happily married to your person, why are you saying you would never get married again? Like stuff wasn't adding up to me. And this one lady was also, or it could have been, a, I'm actually not sure about their 
affiliated gender. But anyway, this other person was like, yeah, I was married for like 20, 22 years. I'm widow now. I'll never get married again. But I really enjoyed it. But I don't need marriage. Marriage isn't just about love. It's also a business, a partnership, all sort of good stuff. And so I don't know how to ask you because you are married. <laughs> no, just just ask me. But I'm just wondering, like, is there ever an alternate version for you? Or do you talk to other people who have an alternate version where it's like, you could just be lifelong partners? Or why do you specifically want to get them married? Like that specific step. Yeah. Uh, I, I thought I would never get married. What? Lies and fabrications. Why no, no, no. <laughs> I... I I was a person that thought I would never get married. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a child of divorce, and my parents' divorce was not a great one. Mm-hmm. No, it was not amicable at all. Um, and as someone that wants a family, like wants to expand the family, I, I just would always think about like, want to put my kids through that kind of I don't want to call it trauma but like a traumatic event like that mm-hmm. um and the answer is no so like obviously if you aren't in a relationship with someone and you don't like get into those legal ties like you can't set yourself up for that right uh but then came my husband and I got hit with a ton of bricks and Aww. I wasn't expecting it and we created this life together mm-hmm. and here we are now with all that said i put a lot of time and effort and relationship building into this relationship i think i mean we both did both have mm-hmm. to do it all over again and i put in time <laughs> to do it all over again is exhausting to me i'm I already am at a place or like as I'm getting older, I'm getting to a place where like I only want very few people in my space. Mm -hmm. I don't even like making new friends sometimes because it gets to be a lot. They want to hang out all the time. They want to do things together. And all I want to do is say, hey, you look cute. Maybe let's get some dinner, but I also don't like getting dinner with people. Um, and then I'll see you in four months. <laughs> okay. People are just really annoying and they tire me. So just to like romantically, financially, uh, physically get involved with someone else, it's it feels like a lot. <laughs> Yeah, Yeah. it's definitely taxing, and there's a lot of energy that goes into, I would say, what even people consider to be normal, everyday interactions, because it's like, if I'm not up for it, or if I'm not feeling this right now, or if it's like, let's say we're here at the basic, hey, how you doing? Everything's all good, but then stuff is dumped onto that, whether it's like a negative interaction, or a bad situation, or, you Mm -hmm. know, people are choosing, it's just like, if I could avoid that altogether, then... Yeah. (laughs) And I'm also like very cynical because I just, I mean, I've been cynical for a while, but like it just like increases as I get older. I'm very like not trusting of people. Like, what are your intentions? Are you going to like. You have to feel like you shouldn't trust people about. That's wild. 
give you a long <laughs> list of lifelong people that have entered into my life, betrayed my trust, and have originated some like feelings in me. So <laughs> I'm here with you. You know me. I'm just being. I'm playing around. I'm here with you. I understand mm-hmm. that sentiment. Elaborate for the peeps. I mean, you can. I, so I was I was introducing it in a comical way, but I don't want you to feel pressured to have to elaborate in a personal way. So that's why. Oh, okay. Yeah. I feel you. I'm picking up what you're putting down. Damn. Oh, that was good. That was good timing. I'm picking up what you're putting down. Every episode. Every single episode. <laughs> Until the finale. <laughs> I cannot. For those listening, you missed the um, traditional, and I'm going to ride that like a rodeo. <laughs> if you're listening, <laughs> perfect, perfect. <sighs> Have you seen any good TV lately? Oh my God, yeah. Okay, you haven't shared it with me, so. Oh, okay. So this is what I'm watching on TV right now. I'm watching, uh, there's this new show called Grand Crew, and it's got Nicole Byron. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It is one of my favorite shows. I mean, mm-hmm. okay, so Insecure went off the air. Yeah. Left a big old Insecure heart hole in my heart. Yeah. Uh, I have nothing to do on self-care Sundays. I mean, not that Grand Crew comes on Sundays, but... It is a very, like, comical show, and mm-hmm. I need something, like, I can't do anything heavy right now. Like, I want to get into Euphoria, but, like, I really cannot get into Euphoria Yeah, that's going to be right now, for sure. Uh, so, like, that show has just been lifting my spirits and keeping a smile on my face. I've also been watching Abbott Elementary. Mm-hmm. That show is genius quinta is really doing her thing she it's just so cool i mean and like this could be said for like isa too like watching someone that you've like seen what they've put on the internet for years and years and years and then they make it big like they've yeah. got prime time spots on tv and i'm like yeah. what? That's wild. and there was this interview that she did with jimmy kimmel yeah and uh her elementary school teacher that she named the show after came on the show and she was like (laughs) such a heartwarming moment and it's just like nice to see like how much of an impact that teacher made on her Mm -hmm. Uh, I was listening to an interview that she did on NPR's Fresh Air Mm -hmm. and she had mentioned that Miss Abbott was the first teacher that made her feel safe because up until then, she had just, her mom's a teacher. And mm-hmm. she's always been in her mom's class. And Miss Abbott was the first teacher that she had, like, away from her mom. And in oh. the, re- in, in the at that time, the real world. Okay. So it's like, wow, like, that's impactful on another level, too. Mm-hmm. Because, like, when you think about it, if your mom's a teacher and you're in her class all the time, you're always going to have that comfort. And right. then depending Depending on the relationship with your mom. Um, but like for her, it always just seemed like a comfort for her and to like not be in that state of comfort and to still have it in someone else. I think that's kind of cool. I do wonder about, because 
I did go to school with someone who um, their mom was the teacher. And their mom literally, like, every year went to a different, like, the grade they were going to was the, t- was the teaching level she went and taught. So she had her mom's class, like, every single year. And oh, wow. I did wonder, I was like, I don't know if that would be more comforting or more of a coddling situation, you know what I'm saying? Like, you always have someone there that you can rely on who you, you know, essentially can trust. So I just don't know if that would um, hinder growth in any way. But I always thought it was cool. Like, oh, your parents work here. That's cool. You know what I mean? When I was growing up, mm-hmm. I thought it was cool. But if it was my parents, I would have been like, I don't know you. <laughs> don't talk to me. <laughs> I don't want that to know we're related. That's how it would have been. Um, I think in elementary school, I would have been totally fine with it. Middle school, absolutely not. Middle school was a disaster. I hated middle school. Middle school was the worst time of my life. Um, in high school, I think I would have been okay if my if I had a parent at my high school because I don't think like we would have actually had any classes together maybe yeah I wouldn't want them at any level pre-k through 12 I just I just wouldn't want that situation also it's like if school is where I'm starting to gain some independence or get into a little bit of trouble or you know find myself like I don't need you watching my matriculation or Mm -hmm. stopping me from doing things that would have been a learning experience that kind of thing I think my mom was just like secretly like in my school at all times anyway so like that's why I think I'm okay with it like she had like if she didn't have her own eyes she had eyes set up for her so Mm it's like okay well I'm being watched so it's fine (laughs) Uh, the other shows that I'm watching there's a show called Dollface on Hulu and season one starts off with this girl getting reconnected with her group of friends after a breakup and then season two is exploring um the growth of those relationships mm-hmm. um and how they're like being there for each other and explore some different like themes and storylines but um, it has Kat Dennings in it mm-hmm. and uh, Brenda Song, who was London Tipton, uh, Wendy Wu, Homecoming Warrior. Mm-hmm. I don't know if she's married to Kevin, a.k.a. Macaulay Culkin. Um, <laughs> but they just had a baby together. But uh, it's got her in it and Shay Mitchell and Esther. Don't know how to pronounce her last name. But the cast is great. The... Um, Magical realism is great because they they play a lot with that. Um, these oh, what was what what was the uh, description that he called it? Uh, pocket realities, like these like dream sequences, basically. Oh, okay. um, it's basically the show where it's like, like a cat persona like pops up sometimes, right? Like a three. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's a really well done show. So if you haven't watched it. I would put that on your list. I haven't watched it, but I have noticed an influx in shows that, you know, circle around friendships and those different kinds of interactions. And they're not just Mm -hmm. like bubble gummy or cat fighty. So I do appreciate that we're delving into the many different, you know, facets of people's personalities and what that looks like when you're trying to mesh together. Like, I really, really appreciate that. Um, Speaking of Brenda's song. I just want to say that relationship really confused me because she was with Miley Cyrus's brother for so long. So I just knew that she they were going to get married. I was just like, I just know she's going to become a Cyrus uh, one day. 
And so then when I found out she was with Macaulay Culkin and pregnant, I was like, this wasn't part of the plan. This was <laughs> Plans change. Plans do change. That's true. But it just threw mm-hmm. me off. And then also I was like, Macaulay Culkin was supposed to be with Mila Kunis. Asha Kutcher was supposed to be. It just started like this backwards domino effect. Wait, 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 them. wait. They were together? Macaulay Culkin and Mila Kunis were also a thing, yes, for a while. Yes, for a while. Celebrity relationships really weird me out. <laughs> it's just like they use the same circle. It's like first you get into the Hollywood circle, and then it's like you can only date people in the Hollywood yeah. circle. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, one re- one celebrity relationship that always just like, it's not laughable. It's just like, it's cute, and it makes me giggle because like, I saw him in Spy Kids when I was a kid. Is Megan Trainer and the guy from Spy Kids? Like, how'd they get together? Yep. Like, I was like, how did they get together? Also, I don't know if you ever watched Degrassi, but yeah. the girl that played Paige, uh-huh. she's she's married to the guy in Mean Girls that goes, "Mom, can you pick me up? I'm scared." <laughs> That just makes me. That is such an interesting pairing. It's it's so, it just feels so random to me. But that's cute. Very random. I can imagine them being cute. That is very, very random pairing. I actually yeah. watched Me Girls the other day, and I can't remember where. Oh, I remember where. Because I was like, when would I be watching Me Girls? So it was funny that you said that because I literally just saw it last Friday. Oh. <laughs> yeah. What about any animated shows? Are there any animated shows you've been watching or hearing about? Okay, so The Proud Family just released The Proud Family Reboot. Louder and Prouder, wow. yeah. Um, just released on Disney Plus. I have not watched it yet because, like okay. I said, this. Week, How do you feel about it? How do you feel about reboot season? How do you feel about um, them changing the theme song? Like, how do you feel about any of it? They changed the theme song. So, so let me lean in a little closer. Uh-uh. So the lyrics are still pretty similar, but it is not Solange, I don't believe, who's singing it. And the melody and the variation is a little different. So, yeah, it's not the same theme song. It's like a variation of the theme song. Yeah, it's pretty um, It's pretty similar, but it's definitely different. It's not Solange I mean, from Destiny's Child. Okay. I mean... Yeah, I can, I can expect that. A lot of the reboots aren't going to have the same theme song or they're going to have like, for instance, the How I Met Your Father uh, spinoff. I don't know if it's a spinoff or a reboot. Bootleg, they, uh, Lizzie McGuire <laughs> show yes, that we didn't get. <laughs> it's bootleg Lizzie McGuire. That's how I'm treating it. Uh, I still want that show. Anyway. Uh, they have a different band or singer doing the theme song. I can't. Why can't I speak and think right now? They have a different singer doing the theme song, and it's just like it's like lighter and fun, but like still similar, but it's like a different vibe. Okay. 
I'm going to have to listen to this Proud Family theme song, though. Yeah. People were talking about, like, trying to petition and boycott it like they did with the power intro and how they got it back um, (laughs) when they did it with the power intro. And I'm like, I don't think it's that. uh, It is not not that serious. Right. It's not like it's a bad song. People were just probably expecting to, you know, hear what they wanted to hear and didn't. Um, I do have an issue with when there's a reboot. And it's not like the people are older. That bothers me. Because, like, I want to see them in an older state, a more mature state. And when I well, I also haven't yet to see Louder and Prouder. But from what I've seen, I'm like, the babies are still babies. Penny is still small and young. Like, no one seems like, you know, I want to know where they are past the last time we saw them. So Kind of like Arthur. Okay. We got to talk about that, too. <laughs> I watched that episode today, actually, for research purposes, of course. For research purposes, of course. <laughs> I watched that episode today and it was hard. I was like, I don't remember the show being this boring. There's some other things going on. I was like, all right. But I actually, I was trying to like skip forward to be like, okay, when does the them being older start? And I was like, oh, this is literally just the last minute of the episode. So I was like, let me watch the whole thing in its entirety. Um, synopsis. Or wait, do you want a synopsis or are you going to watch it? Yeah. Okay. Synopsis. Synopsis. They go into the library. They discover this old game, and you, you know, enter in your information, and the game basically tells you what your career trajectory is going to be. Everyone hears what they're going to be. No one really cares for it, um, except for Buster. He likes his. And Arthur, before he can get told what he's going to do, the game shuts down. So it's like, ooh. So (laughs) they move on and stuff like that. And then it flashes forward. Twenty year jump. 20-year time yeah. jump. We never get a 20-year time jump. Uh, we get mm-hmm. a 20-year time jump. Francine's a businesswoman who um, works at a sneaker company. Yeah, Nothing. I saw that. Yeah. She has a very like, particular haircut. And I was like, go off, Francine. Uh-huh. Muffy <laughs> uh, is helping the mayor campaign. So she's a, a, what do you call it? A public servant. A buster's mm-hmm. a teacher. And Arthur, which really um, confused me, because like Buster being the teacher wouldn't Brain be the teacher? Brain was a newscaster. No, that was Binky. I'm sorry, Binky was a newscaster. Where, like, where was Brain? Like George running the Sugar Bowl, like made sense to me. Where was Fern? Where was over there producing because remember he had like 12 kids in the classroom so brain was over there producing children you didn't see all those brains in the in buster's classroom it was like 12 brains in his classroom i only saw the part where they were at the sugar bowl oh well you missed like three seconds wow okay <laughs> um brains over there farming children. where's where's sue ellen where's priscilla maybe they moved away that was I have my questions uh, another thing, people were upset about DW being a cop, but I was like, I could see DW, Dora, Winifred, Reed being a cop. I can 110% I, see that. I can see her, like, um, not being a cop, but, like, being a spy, being, like, an insider trader, being... <laughs> I mean, when I think I, cop, I, I actually think could I think of people that get away with stuff or are allowed to get away with stuff while calling out other people. And that completely I, reminds I me of DW. I, just, I feel like she could be a prosecutor. 
mean, like that's what I was expecting. I was expecting prosecutor, corporate lawyer, something. No, I saw Cotton, especially with that scene where she was like, "Oh," and the guy took his helmet off. She's like, "Oh, hey, I know who you are. I'm gonna still have to give you a ticket, though." I was just like, "She's like, we should go get some coffee." I was like, "Yeah, that's." That's CW. <laughs> I know. Like, every, like, I've been arguing, not arguing, but just, like, t- debating with people about it. I'm like, oh. I, and that's fine. It's your opinion. That's totally fine. I'm, right. It just, I don't know. It just, me, I, <laughs> I just, I feel like they did DW wrong. They should not have been Really? Job, yeah. <laughs> I feel like it suits her. <laughs> but like we're go- we're going off of a tattletale that's like what four people grow up like at twenty four you're still a tattletale, really. But I wouldn't see it as a tattletale. and that trajectory from when you're four years old. Like I wanted to be a pediatrician when I was four. I wanted to be a ballerina when I was four. Things when I was four. Trajectories change. I just don't think she would have been on that path. And that's your right to think as such. <laughs> that's all I'm gonna say about that. Anyway, <laughs> Ar- Buster's a teacher. DW is a cop. What happened to Arthur? Arthur becomes an artist, and his first book is literally Arthur. So that's the full circle moment for him. So mm-hmm. thank you, Mark Brown. Thank you, PBS Kids. What a show. I remember when Arthur first aired when I was in third grade. Mm-hmm. That, was, that was a fun time. I was like, oh my God, Arthur's a TV show? There awesome. So many shows that I loved back in the day that were on PBS. Um, mm-hmm. like Arthur definitely in the Arthur books. I think I mentioned this before. Like I loved checking out Arthur books. Like It was just fun for me. I used to check out Arthur books, uh, the Mary Poppins chapter books, and the Berenstein Bears, and Amelia Bedelia, Junie B. Jones. What a time. Classics, right? Absolute classics. classics. American Girl series. Okay, let me stop. (laughs) That's the dolls? Yeah. They had books? You didn't? They had books? Hold on. I think, do I know this? Let me get on the Googler. This sounds a little familiar. Um, Felicity, Addie, Josefina, Samantha, Molly. They all had books. It wasn't just about the dolls. Like, I had the books. But not the books. Oh, I see the books. No, I never read these. (laughs) (laughs) I see the books now, but I never read these. Interesting. I know they had dolls. I didn't know it was a whole book series. Wow. But I guess they franchise out. But then again, like yeah. I, you know, people have different tastes and what they I think like, like each girl had five different books. It was like me, Addie, happy birthday, Addie. <gasps> wow. I mean, people have different tastes and what they like to read. Some people like to read no, good stuff, I- and some people like to read um things that you know just pass the time. And so I was I, at that point in time, I was into reading good books. So I wasn't just trying to pass the time. But I could see if. <laughs> I 
let's move on before uh, more shots get fired. Like, so what happens? You would buy a doll and then they would give you a... I know, I was trying to do it earlier, but you kept talking. I was like, I got to get this joke out because, like, I don't think I'm going to be joking for the rest of this episode. (laughs) I just got to get it out. I got to find an opening and get it out. Um, So what would happen? Would the books come with, like, the doll or is this, like, two separate purchases? I never had the doll. I only had the books. And I would get them at Scholastic Book Fairs. You had enough money to buy an actual book at Scholastic Book Fair. My mom bought the book. Or you would rent it or borrow it from the library. You rented books from the library? That's wild. They charged you? You rented books from the library? Well, I said borrowed. I corrected myself. You did. You did. I wanted to ask you something. No. Um, <laughs> because, like, last week we talked, you, you were asking me about affirmations and writing things yeah. down and, like, what I believed in. And I kind of wanted to talk to you about, like, how do you, like, expand, like, past, like, affirmations? Like, what are, like, are mantras also part of that? Like, do you repeat things? Do you say things out loud? Like, what are what what's the difference between an affirmation and a mantra to you? And like, so, how do you apply that to like everyday living? Um, and is this a recent thing, or have you always like practiced this? So when I was in California, and this had to be. This was a year after I got there, so it had to be maybe six, seven years ago. Um, the company I was working for at the time literally had a trained, hired yogi slash Buddhist who would come in, and if you've been with the company long enough, then they'd pay the fee, and it was something ridiculous. It was like 2000 and something dollars. Well, let me not wow. say ridiculous, because I can't put a price on you know what someone charges for their business, their experience, and everything like that. They literally had a dedicated room where you would sit down, he would get to know you, you would give him your information, stuff like that. And he would assign you um, a mantra. And it, it was like sound related. And I'm not trying to get too creepy or too deep into it. But the one that he assigned to me, and he didn't know anything really. He just knew um, like my birthday. And I want to say um, I gave him my first name and that was it. And my mantra literally ended up sounding like my middle name. So it was really, really weird, just that sound and repetition and stuff like that. So when I think back that far and that whole process and how like he would come 30 minutes a day after you were involved in the program, like it was very, very thorough and very, very serious. Um, And you were expected to actually, you know, be interactive and practice it. But after I left that company, I was not you know, active with it. I was not um, also around other people who were practicing those kinds of things. So in regards to mantras, to me, that's like a lifelong thing that has to be taught. If I'm being like serious, has to be taught from someone who has the knowledge, you know what I mean? Who has been Mm. through, who has been Mm. through the study. He had like 40 years of experience and the person who taught him trained under like, um, like, I think it was like three levels of like the first yogi, like, it was just like a crazy wow. lineage of information type of thing. So when I think of mantras, mm-hmm. I feel like that one's more detailed and it takes more work. And that's just me personally. 
Whereas when I think of affirmations, to me, affirmations are things that like can motivate you, whereas, whether it's through the day, if it's something you need to pick me up, if it's something that you just need to like kind of remind yourself of. So um, like one of the newer affirmations I wrote down earlier this week, I was like, you know what? Um, the week has been very wonky, as you know, and I need to <laughs> refocus some of this. As I know. <laughs> and I need to refocus some of this energy. So um, I honestly went online looking for, you know, a mantra. Like I was specifically looking for it. And it, within, I kid you not, within seconds, it came across my uh, my feed. And I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> like I didn't ask for it for long. And here it is. So wow. um, this is, I'm, I'm like, okay, this is something I need to put into practice. I need to put into rotation. So what I did specifically mm-hmm. for this latest one was I have a morning one. I put it by my coffee machine. I have an afternoon one. It's by my desk because that's where I be, where where, where I'll be. <laughs> and then I have an evening one. I don't know why I came out that way. I have an evening one that's on my mirror because, you know, every night I'm definitely going to brush my teeth. So <laughs> just making sure it's in a place. And so when I see it, like I'm saying it and um the more I say it, the more I feel like I can kind of focus on it, focus on working on it, whether it's consciously or subconsciously, and just um, keeping it in rotation and keeping it active. So that's, Mm -hmm. for me, the difference between a mantra, which is like assigned to you and lifelong, and affirmations, which, you know, can be anything, whether it's you're telling yourself you're gorgeous, you're telling yourself you're smart, you're telling yourself, you know, I want positive energy around me, you're telling yourself, I will only keep positive energy around me, like, Whatever you want that to be is what you want it to be. So, was that long? <laughs> no, I think that was beautiful. I mean, I learned something new. Okay. Now, like, what would you say to somebody that would be antagonizing and say, well, an affirmation is just a fake it until you make it? Uh-huh. Would you agree with that? Do you, um, like, what's the, how do you differentiate or how do you, um, change up that language, change up that mindset. A fake it till you make it. Um, I would change that to be like it's something you believe until it's true. Instead of fake it till you make it, it's, you believe it until it's true, until it becomes your truth. So I wouldn't say that mm-hmm. as faking. I would say it as feelings wise. It's like you have to do this. You have to believe in it for yourself, for this to become accurate, for this to become your life and what you want. And then scientifically, mm-hmm. when we talk about, you know, you're more likely to do 50% of the, you're 50% more likely to do the things that you write down. That's a mental thing. So there's science behind mm-hmm. it and there's feelings behind it. But I know, I am aware of a lot of people who are like, mantras aren't real. Um, affirmations aren't real. If you're going to do something, you're just going to do it. If you're not going to do it, you're just not going to do it. And mm-hmm. um in my opinion, that's kind of like a defeatist or nonchalant attitude. And it's like, you can stay nonchalant, you can stay neutral, and you'll stay right where you are. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But if you're feeding yourself positive energy and feeding other people positive energy, just like if you're feeding other people negative energy and only accepting negative energy, then clearly you can't just stay in a neutral space. But right, I'm not like an expert at any of this. <laughs> I just know. No, but you still like have some experience with it. And right. I, I mean, I'm always curious about like what people are doing, like how like 
what are you doing for yourself? What are you doing to maintain balance for yourself? What are you doing to keep yourself like healthy and not just physically, but mentally, emotionally? Um, Like, how are you getting through the days? Because we're living in, I mean, we've been living in really hard times for a while and they just keep getting harder. Right. And it's really taxing on the mind. It's very taxing on the body. Mm -hmm. It's taxing on the soul. It's taxing. It's, it's coming at us in so many different directions and affecting everybody in different ways. So, mm-hmm. I mean, to have like, to be equipped with all of these tools, I think it's important. Mm-hmm. Very How people important. utilize them is up to each person because it is personal. Right. It is personal. And I do want to add to like tools that I used two years ago, five years ago, aren't tools that work for me today. I used to do breathing exercises right. and at that time it worked. Now that's not something that works for me. I used to think, okay, I'll Between go on a walk. Used to do the breathing down. exercises. <laughs> I used to go they on a do walk. Not work for me anymore. Yeah, it doesn't work for me anymore. So, if anything, I would love to encourage people, like you know, keep seeing what works for you. Like things are going to change. Mm-hmm. It's like your life is going to change. Where you're at in life is going to change. Your environment, your surroundings are going to change. So, it's really mm-hmm. important for me to make sure that not only is it working, but am I enjoying what I'm doing? Like yoga is something that mm-hmm. I've done. For a very long time and I've been in and out of it and I'll get consistent I'll in and out of it but it's something like I'm like I'll never not do yoga <laughs> like I love mm-hmm. yoga. so are um, you back into it now yeah I'm really consistent now I'm doing it maybe three or four days a week and it's really good for even like natural things like back relief pain or even just kind of like sitting with it there is a yogi um, that I watch on YouTube and she specializes in like you know you get into a position and you kind of like almost just fall asleep there. And that is so uncomfortable for me because I'm used to like moving. I'm used to, okay, we're staying here. We're here for a little bit. Next position, next role. And she's very much so like lay down, breathe. Like Like be in the moment. Right. And I'm opening my eyes. Like she's still laying down and breathing. (laughs) And it's like, okay, Mm -hmm. still laying down and breathing. And so um, it's also interesting that you can find a specialty something that you really really like and it's still different there's still people that do it in mm-hmm. different ways so yeah yeah absolutely do you have any like well, mantras or any sayings or anything that you find yourself saying to yourself randomly or intentionally um that you I care to share? don't have any I don't have anything intentional right now I'm actually trying to quiet the voices right now okay so that um i can make space to listen to what's actually for me if that makes sense well i was gonna ask you like what do you mean like do you feel like you have a lot of things in your head and you don't know which one you should hold on to yeah okay i think it's like very cluttered in my mind right now and i need to organize it okay so I don't have anything specific or intentional. I'm just like I, I I need to I need to do some tidying up. How do you tidy Where's up the Febreze? I I don't know how to tidy up. <laughs> how have you done it before? No, I haven't. Oh, this is all new. Okay. This is all new. So, if you have any pointers for me, please share. If I have any points, you don't have to share them now, but like, well, I just don't know because I tell you all the time, like, I always like it. And this has been like 
since probably the age of like 12, I've always had like a hundred different thoughts going around in my head at once. So I don't know about tidying up. (laughs) (laughs) I can categorize if you want to compartmentalize all of them, but decreasing them, I don't know. Yeah. That should be a fun and interesting journey though. I'd love to hear more once you like start the process. I will I will keep you updated. Appreciate you. Is there anything else that you want to round out, talk about before, you know, we just get on with the with the rest of the week, really just like take care of ourselves, take care of our people, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I feel like there's something left unsaid, but I can't tell you what that is. So I guess the answer is no. (laughs) (laughs) Are you ready to go, friend? In what sense of the question do you mean? (laughs) I meant in the... Do we want to end it here? <laughs> we can. If you're ready, then I'm ready. It it, it doesn't matter. To Is me. there anything else you would like to say? Or I okay. there's nothing else on my heart, on my spirit, on my mind to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just glad to see your face. Oh. I'm glad that we can that even in these hard times that we can still share a smile and still be there for each other and still like show up, mm-hmm. have a conversation, mm-hmm. and also just check in to make sure that we're doing okay. Oh my goodness. That is what I want to say. You all, Cammy has been such a check-inner, innerer, show-upperer this week. And, and we've both been having very trying weeks. And I just want to publicly thank you because oh you God, have please. been just like so embarrassing. So supportive in so many different ways like so there are so many different ways in which people can show support and you've just like checked them all off it's like you're going down a list like have I done this for her have I done this Mm, I think I should do this next and I'm just like stop it (laughs) (laughs) well well, like I told you offline like well, what I can't remember what words I use. I was like, um, "Not support you." That's that doesn't right. seem like a viable option to me. <laughs> right? Like, please stop. You sound so silly right now. Goodbye. Um. Well, okay. Well, like, let me just ask you. Like, wh- like, what does support look like to you? What 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 do you need for someone to support you? Support because everybody's different, right? That's what I was about to say. Support looks different to me depending on who's doing the support. You know what I mean? Mm. If it's you and so, like your best friends, like what do you what do you expect? Like your it still depends on who they are because wow, um, one one very close friend might support me by sending me stupid memes. Another close friend might send me a voice note, like (laughs) you know what I mean. I might have another friend who's like you know. So it it still looks different across my friend spectrum since, like you said, everyone's different. So mm-hmm. I mean, if I had a sugar daddy, he might send me money, financial support. So it just depends on who you are in my life, right? The support looks different depending on who you are. Know your role and play it well. <laughs> I cannot with you. 
<laughs> Goodbye. Bye. I do want to say, I do feel like I said this was like a, a, my attitude was funky this episode because of just world things and this week. So I am looking forward to next week where it's not so world heavy and funky-ish. I feel like, yeah, I think we just, I. some of us might need a melatonin bath. Some of us might need some R&R. Some of us um, may need to like take a walk with um, certain four-legged friends that are obsessed with me. Uh, it was um, so good talking to you all. You can find us on Spotify. You can find us on Google. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, on Anchor, um, on Instagram, Two Peaches with a Pod. We uh, post the weekly episodes there, and the link is also in our bio. Thanks for rocking with us, y'all. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> We'll see you next week. Bye, friends. Bye, friends.